everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters. Following is the best way to learn how to get up. My name is Matt, and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking? Damn good, man. Mm. I think it is because I'm drinking some of that Cajun spice, old New Holland rum. Mm. Yeah, it's really tasty. Much better than the Bacardi. Yeah? Yeah. Spice the rum, though. I like my my. Is it spice? Like, is it is it spicy? Like, is it hot? You know, nah. And, and if you drink the rum straight up, I, I was tasting it before. It, yeah, it, it's rum with just like a, a like hint of something. I don't even know what. Great it, description. I love it. Yeah, yeah. just, just counted me to really sell it. Yeah, you you, know? you really have a fine palate. You can really describe these flavors. <laughs> I'm, I'm sophisticated. Mm-hmm. They, everyone knows that. Yeah, uh, I am drinking Yards IPA. Hmm. Got nothing to say about that? That's it? That's it. It's an IPA. What's the name of the IPA? Yards is the name of the brewery, (laughs) and it's an IPA, and that's what the name of the friggin' beer is called. Oh, wow. It's just called IPA. That's really boring. Wow. Hey, leave it up to the Philadelphians to be creative. (laughs) Right? So uh, if you guys have catchphrases, you can send them into our... Twitter account, which is at Money Matters Man, and today's catchphrase is falling is the best way to learn how to get up. And that was sent in by our friend at the Duke Daniel, which is Daniel Merle. And I feel like that's from Batman Begins, no? Oh, you're right. Why do we fall? So we can learn to pick ourselves back up, right? Actually, yeah, I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right. I kind of know him right. <laughs> I don't even have to ask you. I kind of know. Uh, all right. So, again, uh, send your catchphrases into. At Money Matters Man on Twitter. We have some guests on the show today. Like, guests. That's t- two guests. That's multiples. And uh, our guests today are Derek and Carrie of DerekandCarrie.com. And they talk about money and marriage. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. So how are you guys? Welcome to the show. Thank you so Hi, much thanks. for having We're doing us. great. Yeah, you guys have a podcast, too. We do. So you guys are used to this whole uh, setting up microphones as quickly as possible. We, yeah, we're, we're used to <laughs> technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's funny because... Technical difficulties is exactly what I'm experiencing today. I'm I'm actually recording in my parents' basement uh, because my internet crapped out of my house, so oh. I had to uh, I had to travel. So Magic. magical. The internet the internet's <laughs> great because you can get it anywhere now. Yeah. Right. So uh, you guys are married. We are. You're married, and and I have to ask, like you, I'm sure you get a lot of questions about money and marriage. I am not married, but Andrew is. Mm. And mm-hmm. so I don't, I don't have any current plans on getting married, but uh, obviously that could happen one day. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to learn how this whole thing works because one of the things that scares me is I was talking to my brother's friend the other day who had recently become married, and he said he was uh, just on the verge of getting all their finances combined, right? The joint checking account thing. Uh, are you guys in favor of this combining finances thing? We are. Yeah, we think it's yeah we. Uh... We like it. <laughs> we think it's good for marriage, and it's worked out great for us. Um, so, I mean, in general, that's what we kind of recommend. But we also know that there are a lot of situations where it doesn't quite work out for others. It might be better for, for you. Like, depending on what your specific situation is, it might make more sense to leave them separate. But we think there are a lot of advantages to combining them. What are those advantages? Um, we get to work through, you get to work through um, a whole bunch of stuff that you wouldn't necessarily get to if they were separate. Um, you know, depending on how you want to work together, if you leave things separate, there are things that you would literally never talk about as a couple. 
Um, so when you combine those things, it kind of forces you to have conversations about values and um, your past. And you, I mean, we found that we just got to know each other a lot better through that. Um, so there were definitely like difficult conversations and things, but mm-hmm. I think overall it helped us to move forward in our, in our relationship, um, you know, like stronger. And we, like we were able to translate the stuff that we learned about working together on our budget to other areas of our marriage. You know, Matt jumped in there so quick because I was asking to say, why wouldn't you put them together? Or, or could you right. tell me the, the pros <laughs> of that? Yeah, you know, that. <laughs> that's funny that you put it that way because I actually did a blog post that um, said that the title was Why We Combine Our Money. And then the post was only like four words and it said, Because We Are Married. And that that was the entire post. Really? <laughs> yeah. But is there is there what's the like is there like legitimate uh, tax advantages or something? Like I'm am I missing something? Oh, uh, you know I can't really speak to the tax advantages specifically because okay. you know I even heard a, a, a weird NPR story um, about a year ago about this couple who didn't um, ever get actually well they just didn't ever get married so like common law marriage. Yeah, and like they had some sort of tax advantage, but I, I don't know about all the tax advantages. But I, even if there are some, which I, I really don't think there are, in, in, unless it's a very specific case. But I think that the other advantages for for the health of your relationship, like um, far outweigh any sort of tax advantage. That that's a very you know non emotional. Um, um, that's it, sort of the opposite of focusing on your relationship would be some sort of tax advantage. So I can't imagine that that would be uh, um, a good reason. But because we, we're focused more on the relationship aspect. Yeah, yeah, I mean, doesn't it doesn't it just keep you out of the strip club? Absolutely, it keeps you honest. Yeah, right. it keeps you honest. Isn't that really? I mean, is that really one of the benefits? Or am I just being funny? Because I don't even know at this point. Well, we don't think you're funny. Oh, okay, fair enough. it's got to be in, a, in, a, in one of the benefits, not for me specifically, but maybe for somebody else. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to be tempted to go to the strip club and you're sharing an account with your wife, then yeah, I would think yeah. that'd be a good way to keep you at home. <laughs> now, do you, when you say uh, accounts, do you, did you guys have any accounts that are separate, like credit card accounts? No, we, we literally have one bank account. R- really? And yeah. No, no credit cards? We don't have any credit cards. Oh, wow. We have one bank account. We each have a debit card. And the, the only thing that um, is, is separate uh, that you might say is that Carrie has student loans, mm-hmm. but and I don't. However, I, I view those as mine. I, I view those as our student loans. So there is no like our yours debt. and mine. Yeah. And then I have like my own in my name. I have a Vanguard fund and, and also a retirement fund. And then in Carrie's name, she's got uh, both an old uh, rolled over 401k plus a current 401k. So those those are in, like in her name and my name, but they're all together, you know, at the end of the day. Well, I mean, so you, when you, you guys have separate jobs? Yes. Yes. Right Right now, K- Carrie's got a, a regular nine to five mm-hmm. and then I work on our business. Okay. So we, um, we do have, you know, separate income, but we just put them all in the same pile. It, it's, we don't have separate accounts at all. Hmm. So here, here's the the sticky question: um, Who makes more? That's a really good question. Because I think it affects the dynamic for sure, right? Oh, totally. It can. It, it really can. So for us, uh, when we first got married, I made more money, 
And then I quit my job to, to start this, this business that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And Carrie made more money for, for about two years. And then it became even. And we were both making about the same amount for about a year and a half. Is that right? Maybe about a year and a half or a year. And, and then now, um, Carrie is making more again. And, and in just a few short months, it's going to be equal again. So, so it bounces back and forth. And, and that can have a dynamic on, um, you know, if you make more, sometimes you might feel like you're entitled to more or, or you might feel like, hey, you need to spend a little bit less money because I, I, you know, I make more money than you do. So I'm, I deserve more of it or whatever. So yeah, it, it can bring up challenges for sure. That's the, that's the real issue I have is, I mean, there, again, I, I have no, I can't tell, I'm not married. I've been in relationships. There, some of them were long term. Some, most of them were very short term. Um, but as far as like the time spent together, yes. If I spent every waking moment with my significant other, I can see the benefit of having a joint bank account. But what if you do kind of live separate lives in a in a in a way? You mean like if you live if you live separate lives? I mean, not like fully separate, but I mean, yeah. You know, I don't know how to. I, again, well, you're not. Like, I guess he's not married. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, you just don't get it. Yeah, you're saying, like, <laughs> if you go on vacation without your yeah, I, I mean, I was I was dating a girl for three years and I went on vacation without her because she didn't snowboard, so I wanted to snowboard. So, you so know. Like, we went to FinCon and like we were in New Orleans. Laura would have like killed me if like I didn't invite her to come and you know because it's fun and yeah. you know, <laughs> but it's business. Uh, yeah, but what you know. I heard. Yeah, right. I was there. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, all right. So that so that specific place. So I mean, since we've all you know, we were there, and and yes, no, not that one. But what about you know? I go if I'm married to somebody, and I'm I work in the pool industry, and that person does not work in the pool industry, and I go to the pool show in Orlando. I mean, I don't know. I'm just giving it like this is such a semantic thing. I like <laughs> you know. I don't know. I, I just, I just, I find it odd, and and I think I'm, I have a really big question to ask, um, and I don't just know ask. if I should. You think I should get into it now? Yeah, jump. I, I have big questions I want to ask, <laughs> like from from the marriage perspective. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just have one. Let's go, dude. Prenup. Prenup. <laughs> what, what, what's your question specifically? My question. <laughs> so, prenup question mark. <laughs> so uh, I don't make a lot of money, but for some reason I have this. I have a sort of a trust issue with any individual ever. Uh, so uh, to me, a prenup, a prenup doesn't sound that bad as a, of a thing since like statistically 50% of all marriages end in divorce, right? Yeah. So statistically it doesn't sound that bad. Like you can make that argument again, not married, uh, you know, not having fallen in love, the whole uh, shebang bang. But uh, is there really like such a bad stigma with 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 prenups? And is it is it a turnoff or is it you know is it necessary? Try or? selling that to a girl. That yeah. You're trying <laughs> to exactly. yeah, just try it and get back to us. Well, what about vice versa? <laughs> see, vice versa too. Like if a girl came to me and she made a lot more money and she was like prenup, I'm like cool. I would, well, I, I would, because yeah. I, I I would respect it because I'd be like, all right, you get yeah. it. I understand this is this is a possibility. <laughs> but I think like I think that's you know you said you would be okay with it. And I think that's what it comes down to is a personal thing. Yeah. Um, for me and Derek, it like, it wasn't even on the table and, and had one of us brought it up. I think the other one would have been Just like, laughed. I don't know. Yeah. Laughed yeah. or like, <laughs> right. I don't know, gotten a punch in the face or something. I don't know. But, um, 
yeah, we didn't do a prenup. And uh, to us, it was more romantic that way, mm-hmm. you know, like um, we're in this for the long haul and we're not even going to think about, you know, divorce isn't an option for us. That was kind of how we went into marriage. And obviously, statistically, um, <laughs> a divorce is a possibility for like, for, you know, yeah. everybody. So yeah. so I don't think that it's an area, you know, it's, it's a responsible thing to do, I guess. It's just not very romantic. And it, I think it comes down to a, a personal, um, you know, just what you're comfortable with, you and your uh- spouse. You yeah. know, you know, I think too that that a prenup could actually have adverse effects on on the on the commitment commitment level of your relationship. If you've signed a prenup, then there's no reason or or maybe there's less of a reason to work together and to support each other and to help each other out because hey, we've got a prenup. So if things don't work out, eh, it's, it's not going to be it's that a backup bad. Plan. You know, that's that, that's yeah. a killer thing right there because I, I felt like uh, there's like no like marriage handbook and and I feel like the terms change, you know, from when you're just dating to get married and part of it is it's not just like when you're dating where you just like you know whatever I'm just leaving like you right. are more <laughs> like <laughs> for lack of a better term more forced That's how to I work did it. it out. Yeah, it, it yeah, it well just like I said it kind of it's kind of an inverse uh commitment where it it just it just lessens everything or, or makes things a little bit less maybe important. That's a really bad way to say it, but it, it makes the commitment level less important. Yeah, I guess you're just that's, like less motivated maybe to work things out financially. Yeah. Right, because you have you have less of a reason to. Hmm. So that that would be my um amazing response to prenup <laughs> prenups <laughs> <laughs> that was my biggie i mean because not that i've thought about it much but i thought you know i'm sure it comes up it's like the uh, i don't know if you guys are seinfeld fans but it's like mm-hmm. the seinfeld where george pulls that on on his girlfriend because he thinks that she'll be so turned off that she'll break up with him <laughs> <laughs> and she just yeah. laughs in his face and she's like you don't have any money of course give me the papers i'll sign it right right <laughs> so i mean Andrew, you have bigger questions than i do i think because yeah. again because I, I i wish i i don't know Maybe I, so, I mean, get- I mean, maybe you should ask questions where you, where you don't know the thing. But well, I want to ask some of mine. So, um, just to go back quick to the to the business stuff. Uh, when you quit, were you making money in the side hustle? Or did you quit into like an, <laughs> a pit? Uh, <laughs> I definitely quit into a pit. I think hmm. he had made like six hundred dollars. Yeah, dude, well- props, man. I want to do that. <laughs> I I made the very first year, and we we post all of this on our blog. By the way, we post all of our income and our monthly budget and our net worth. It's all out there on mm-hmm. our blog. Um, so we we don't actually post so much of the business income, but our our personal like income. What we pay ourselves. Yeah, what we mm-hmm. pay ourselves. Um, we don't get too detailed on the business side yet, but we might in the future. Um, now, um, the very first year that I quit. Like I just quit because it's a long story, but I, I was just miserable at my job and I, I just hated it and I wanted to quit. And and we did really careful calculations on how long we could survive on Carrie's salary alone. And this was back like we had a tiny apartment and we actually didn't even have a car. Neither one of us had a car because we could walk everywhere. Um, 
So our expenses were really low. And so I was able to quit and, and we had some savings uh, and we were going to live on that as a backup plan. Now, all that to say the first year of, of my quote business, I only made $4,000. <laughs> first, <laughs> first year, year, the whole year? Yeah, the whole year. Because I, I started like from zero. I had nothing set up, nothing at all. And so I only made $4,000 that first year. Um, so I don't know if that answered your question, but like, you know, it, it was a, a huge leap of faith uh, and a big commitment on, on both my side and on Carrie's side to allow me to do that was huge for us. Uh, Carrie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see what's coming. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> how stressed were you during this time? <laughs> Tell us the answer and then give us the honest answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the thing. When Derek was at work and he hated his job, uh -huh. he would come home from work and hate life. And it sucked for everybody. Right. So when he quit his job and started doing what he loved, that, I mean, that made our relationship so much better. Like, he was more present and he was happier. So, um, you know non-financially speaking, it was way better. Um, right. And I mean, this is pretty much right after we got married. Yeah. So before we got married, our, our finances weren't combined at all. And I'd been living off of my income anyway. <laughs> so we got married and he <laughs> quit. And then we just pretty much continued living off of my income. Um, you know, it, the stressful part, I would say, wasn't that he lost his income. It was the process of trying to build up a business from nothing. And like the... Um, I don't know, the stress of failure and feeling like, you know, we're not going anywhere and, and actually trying to get some traction. That was really difficult. Um, and then, you know, to, to balance things, not that we're always balanced. Like Derek said, sometimes I'm making more and sometimes he is. But I brought into the marriage a, a house that was in mm. danger of being foreclosed on it. And um, Derek actually had to bail us out. So um, I brought in debt. He brought in money. And, and that's how we got through, I mean, our engagement and our marriage was like working out this whole um, foreclosure situation. We ended up doing a short sale. So, I mean, we've both had those, those extremes where it's like, man, Carrie's got all this debt. I've got to bail her out. And then, you know, Derek quit his job. I've got to support us. So, um, you know, and, and we really just look at it as, like Derek said, all in one. And it's kind of cool that we've gotten to support each other like that. And not that it's not without its stressful times. It definitely is. But... Um, I think because our money is combined, it's made it easier for us to just view everything as one. So like yeah. he views his debt or my debt as his. And, you know, if he's not making a lot of money, it's, you know, it's cool because <laughs> I'm making some. So Right. But it's important. Gone. Right. So it's important that someone's bringing home the bacon. Doesn't yeah. matter who. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And, Preferably. And, and all that, you know, when we, when we quit. Like I said, we did really careful calculations to see how long we could survive um, on Carrie's salary and pulled from a little bit of savings. But I would consider all of that an investment in our future because anybody knows that usually when you start a business, it takes a while to get traction and start making a profit. And so although we, we made very little money the first year and we made more the second and more the third and more the fourth, and, um, but I view it as an investment, not like a loss. Um, and so when you when you look at it that way, it it 
takes a little bit of the stress off and makes a little bit more sense. But because if you if you don't look at it that way, it, it looks like you're being a, a total fool. You know, like mm-hmm. what are you doing? You're not making. You made four thousand dollars in one year. That's that's insane. Mm-hmm. But but they don't they it, don't if, see what you see. They don't see the potential. And I think right. that's the, the tough part. Well, that's the sell. You have to sell that. Yeah. Right. Which I think is the real hard part. Yeah. That is the real hard part. Yeah. Because I, I feel like I have to, you know, have my wife listen to this when we're done. Damn it. Uh, yeah, I, I also, I'm also considering. But but moving on, moving on. Yeah, because sure. I really don't want to go down that road. Because, <laughs> you know, because technically Andrew and I are married. Uh, with, technically? Well, business-wise. Okay. You know, he's my business wife and, and I'm his business oh, husband. I, yeah, you're the no, wife in this situation, yes. I thought we were lesbians. No, 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 no. Well, <laughs> I guess we could be, yeah, sure. But I think... You know, uh, you know, the open, I mean, I guess I'm sure you guys focus a lot on communication, right? That's the big oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. And that's something that I can't speak to. I have no, I have no, I have no personal stories to like, to even like devise, you know, a way, a, a path to go down. But Andrew, um, to, to kind of loop you in here is to say that, do you have issues with talking to your wife about money? So uh, I I don't have issues, but uh, why is that? Because I run the show in that area, so it's more like this is what's going on. This is how it's happening. Um, You know, like we we instead of both being involved, we did like the the division of labor where she's good at certain things and does that. I'm good at you know numbers and stuff, so I do this. But you had that communication. Yeah, yeah. So 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 we had that communication that way. But the the one thing that. has been like a contentious point at times and I want to ask Derek and Carrie was um, when it comes down to the budget, you know, and it's like um, Carrie wants to buy some shoes and you you want to buy a hat or whatever, like and how do you kind of <laughs> reconcile this whole thing so it's not like a, a spending competition, you know, where, yeah. you know. Maybe she gets shoes this month, and I'm sorry to like typecast you because you're a girl, but you know, but but maybe you don't get something this month. Like, yeah. how, how did sorry you- to typecast you, Derek, as a hat wearer. Yeah, I, I was about to say. I think the hat thing is more offensive yeah. somehow. <laughs> All guys wear hats. Yeah. It's a stereotype we have to deal with. Um, well, when I want shoes, mm-hmm. I, uh, <laughs> uh, well, we, we do everything through our budget. So we try to do like a look ahead. So we'll say, um, this month I'm going to need this. Um, so we'll, we'll specifically budget for things that if it's not something that's normal. Um, so say like Derek went to FinCon, so we need to budget for that. Mm-hmm. Or if I, I'm going to Seattle to visit friends this month or next month. So um, we decide on those things ahead of time. So I, I would check with Derek and say, hey, is it cool if I go buy some shoes? And he would either say yes or no. <laughs> and then um, if the answer is yes, we put it down on the budget so that it's it's not like a something that we're having to pull from other areas of our budget. Like we try to have it all mm-hmm. um, laid out. And then we have some lines on the budget for unexpected things in case, you know, I we missed something well, that wasn't going to come when up. When you phrase it like that, how does he ever say no? It's like, can, right. can I have this thing that I really want? It's like, well, of course, I love you. I mean, you could you can have it. Well, I mean, I think it comes down to like, I've never asked if I could like buy a horse, you know, <laughs> or something <laughs> totally insane. Derek, um, would you say yes? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe depends on the horse, <laughs> right? But, I mean. But honestly, like that's a good point because um, 
like I probably the most expensive thing that Derek's brought up. He he wanted to buy a new bass guitar. Ooh, you um, play bass? Heck yeah. Nice. <laughs> I play bass too. Sweet. Awesome. Right on. <laughs> bass Brothers. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, new band name, I call it. Bass Brothers. <laughs> bass Brothers. <laughs> the whole band's just all bass. That's it. Yeah. It's all like bass guitar. <laughs> spinal tap. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, great. But ones. like, if we'd been doing really poorly right then, he probably wouldn't have asked. And I would have said no if he did. But like, pretty much we only bring stuff up when we know we can afford it anyway. But that's a perfect marriage, right? Yeah. See, there's, we, we there's dicky situations where that's not the case. Right. Like our personal experience is that is that Carrie and I are both pretty even as far as our, our comfort level with spending. Mm-hmm. We're, we're pretty even on that. Um, and so it, it is tough when one person is a, is a big spender and it makes the other person really uncomfortable. Yes. And so I, I was actually thinking about this the other day because we talked to somebody else just yesterday about this. And the thing is, the, the thing that I would say to, uh, uh, let's say that the guy is, is spending like crazy and the girl is, is uncomfortable and worrying. He's about got way the, too many hats. Yeah, wait, just out of control. Just out of control. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what I would say to that guy is, you need to put yourself in your wife's shoes. Uh, oh, see what I did there? Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> and cut. We, we have to end the episode right now. Yeah, si- that was Seinfeld. Seinfeld, showmanship. Walk away. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Thank you. <laughs> um, um, so, you, you, but but seriously, you have to you have to realize how that's making your partner feel. Because uh-huh. if your if your spending is making your partner nervous and uncomfortable and and scared and worried, man, you really have to let that sink in and and view it how how you would feel if you if the roles were reversed and your partner was spending so much that it was making you nervous that's always my answer to how to um how, how to deal with a situation like that where one person is spending too much well, does someone do have ever, to feel oh sorry if, yeah no sorry sorry I, I just do you ever feel if like because you guys are on the same page with a lot of things that maybe you also have the same blind spots oh that's a really good question i'm sure we do Oh, you just kind of blew my mind. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you mine. Like, nice. I, I love going out to eat, and my wife also loves going out to eat. So when it comes to like, you know, it's a little late, and it's you know a Friday night, like it's it's not even a thought or discussion because I say yes, she says yes, we go, and yeah. then you know hundreds of dollars later when we're doing the end of month budget, we're both like, well, you know, we'll say no next time, but yeah. we both want to do it. No, I think that's. That's a really good point because I, I, there are things that come up that like maybe I remembered that we put a certain cap on something and Derek didn't, but <laughs> when he wants to spend the money that goes over, I want the thing too. So I'm like, sure. You, you know, want, like you, oh, want, you want a bass guitar too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. You know, and knowing that it's actually going to put us over <laughs> on our right. budget. That's the thing that happens. No, and one thing that like um kind of like you Andrew um with the eating out is concerts for us. Like if a concert comes up and and let's say we've already done the budget and you know and then we find out about a concert that's 2 weeks away, uh man, we'll we'll just go. And so that that's a big blind spot for us is like concert, yes, I'm going. I don't care how much it is. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. What concert? 
Oh, what was the last time? What, last one we went to? We went to Postal Service. That was yeah, a year Postal ago. Postal Service. Oh, oh my God. I am jealous, guys. Oh, I was I so very jelly. Oh, wow. gosh. And that is such a great couple like concert to uh, go you know what, to, though? too. That's different because they're not going to come around all the time. They're not on tour. There was a 10-year exactly. 10, 10 reunion. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, it, you picked a good one to spend your money on. I would have done it. It was amazing. Ah. It was so good. Damn. Not, not to rub it in. Yeah. <laughs> As I say, there are a few that both Laura and I can get behind. That That's one of them. <sighs> so, yeah, I, you know, and I kind of forget what my question was because that one was really good, the blind spot question. Um, I, I don't, you know, I lost it, honestly. I was going to say something along the lines of, uh, oh, I remember now. Ah. Who is in charge? Who is in charge? And follow-up uh, question, if no uh, one's in charge, should some should someone be in charge? Yeah. You know, that yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I, I think it was Andrew earlier said that you guys play to your strengths and you said uh what did you say divide and conquer or yeah, like yeah, division divide, of labor. Division of labor, yeah. Division yeah. of the the department of division of labor. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I say play to your strengths and weaknesses, so whoa. Sounded like a bomb went off outside. Oh, it's thunder. It's raining here in Kansas City. Sorry. Oh. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, divide and conquer. Play to your strengths and weaknesses. If if one of you's better at math or or their spreadsheet kind of stuff, man, it's a no-brainer to have that person in charge um, of the budget. Now, for, for like two years, Carrie and I literally would sit down every single month, both with our laptops, and do the budget together. Like 100%, we would do it together. And, and we did that for two years and then it, it kind of got to the point where it was like, well, we're so like ingrained in our budget and we've formed habits, um, because we've been doing this so long together that it, we don't necessarily have to be there literally together. And so nowadays I'll do the budget and then I'll just sit down with Carrie and go over it with her. Um, and that works really well. That works really well because the budget doesn't change a whole lot month to month. Now, if it, your your kind of follow up question was like, what if what if nobody's really interested, or what if neither one of you uh, wants to do it, or what I, if you both want to do it? Well, I mean, that would probably be better if you both want to do it. That would be better to kind of like fight over who does it. That mm -hmm. that would be a lot better than than like neither one of you wanting to do it and then never doing a budget. You mm. know. Yeah, I mean, if neither of you wants to do it, it's just not going to get done. You just um, got to suck it up and do it. You, yeah. you just yeah. have to do it. And if you both want to, if you both want to like exclusively do it, that's kind of weird. But that's a conversation to have. <laughs> but I think like the shorter answer to that question is I would say that you're in charge, Derek, like uh, with us anyway. Um, right. I would say that because, you know, like you said, there are times now that I don't even really look at it. Like you'll run it past me and ask, you know, is there anything coming up? But um, Derek does it by himself most of the time these days. Right. Um, and and so but my, my point to most of that was the reason why it's like that now is because we spent so much time doing it together that we could kind of, we're kind of on autopilot now. So I can just kind of, you know, update it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So what was the worst thing money wise with with coming together because uh, oh, it could be really sticky i mean you people have different ways yeah. of handling this stuff it's yeah it can be really tough and and so for us like carrie said earlier carrie brought a house into the marriage that was about to be foreclosed on and um 
so she, she brought the house. She didn't have any money basically to her name. I had like, I had, well, I just, cause we, 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 we talk about all of this on our, on our website. So mm-hmm. I, I don't have any problem telling you exactly what happened. I, when I was about 30, I had almost a hundred thousand uh, dollars to my name, wow. my net worth. Yeah. I, I graduated college debt free. You know, uh, my, my dad paid for my college. So I was lucky there. I got a job and I started saving money immediately. And so that's what I had on my side. And so, man, when, when we had to do the short sale, you know, I had to write a, uh, I had, I ended up having to write about a $16,000 check mm. to make, to make the short sale go through. So that was tough. That's like, a big blow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, man, you know what? What marriage? Who who wants to start their marriage art that way? You know, mm-hmm. so that for us was just huge. However, as a result of that, like we started, we got on a budget because we had to. We worked together. We we didn't really fight a whole lot. Um, we worked together throughout the entire situation, and it was so good for our marriage that not not that I would want to do it all over again. But the results for our marriage have been so good that it was almost worth it. So uh, a tough, maybe a tough follow-up to that because uh, I understand like you're you're together, you're a team, and you did it because you're a team, and you know the 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 whole uh, that side of it, and and not to like give it like you know lip service, but but I, I absolutely understand. But the the part that because um, I've had to do similar things, and uh, I guess. You, you put the 16 down or whatever, you kind of, you bit the bullet on that. You obviously um, cared about growing your wealth. H- how did Carrie compensate? Like, how did that change the dynamics of your relationship and how did you kind of readjust it? Um, that was, I mean, probably one of the hardest times in our marriage, in our relationship for me, because I had such a hard time accepting him having to bail me out. I had been working to try and like get rid of it before we came into, uh, before we got married and wasn't able to. So he had to, you know, lay down the money. And like before that happened, I felt like we were equals. And then after that happened, I spent a long time feeling kind of like I was a lesser part of the relationship. And that like had effects on, Hmm. on our, you know, relationship dynamic and just the way that we lived day to day. Like we would have, we had an apartment and I was like, I, I literally felt like things were more his than mine mm. um, because of because of what happened. So I had to work through a lot of things psychologically, and uh, you know we had a lot of, of talking out to do. And, and over time, like it, it helped to I think time itself just helped to heal that. And seeing that like Derek didn't hold it against me, it would have been much worse if he like <laughs> like if I went and you know reached for something in the house and he like shake his finger at me and be like, remember $16,000, you know? Um, but luckily he didn't do that. And, and he, you know, accepted the debt as if it was his own. And yeah, it, it sucked definitely at the time. Um, but you know, like Derek said, there were, there were positive outcomes for it from it. And, um, you know, we're able now to like, if Derek is making less money, if there's a year where he makes $4,000 a year, (laughs) it's like, um, it's a good year. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a sweet year. Um, it's better than you know, three thousand last year. <laughs> but but it puts me in a spot where I can't say like, dude, yeah. um, <laughs> what are you doing? You know, get your butt in gear. Right, right. Um, you know, we just 
we uh we've is been this why he was able like to quit his job times. well i mean i would i wouldn't say like no because that's almost like holding it over me in a different way right like sixteen thousand, i can quit my yeah, job okay 16, 000, so let me not, quit not my that job. he held it over you but did that like kind of grease the wheels of your decision subconsciously yeah, I mean, I think so. Um, I think it greased the wheels and it, it helped us to see like we can get through really hard times. So mm-hmm. one of the things that we say often to each other when we're about to make a decision, especially like him quitting his job, we'll look at each other and say, what's the worst thing that could happen? And we, what it comes down to is like, okay, we lose everything. We have to move to Oklahoma and move in with your parents. Mm-hmm. Like that's the worst thing. And we're like, can we survive that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> then death, let's go for right? it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I like that. I really yeah. like that. So I, I have to ask about um, the place because this kind of just came to mind. Uh, I had a girlfriend for a while and I said, you know, I'd, she'd looking for a place to live. And I said, oh, just move in here. And one of the, the, the reserves she had was, well, this is your place. Mm. You know, this stuff is yours. So do you recommend that if you're going to get married, you should invest in a place altogether your own that's both of yours? Uh- or should you, you know, move into one place or the other? How does that work out? <laughs> Yeah, that, that's a good question. Um, when when we got married, Carrie moved into my apartment, mm-hmm. which was uh, it was just tiny. It was this really small one bedroom apartment. It was one of those. It wasn't like an efficiency, but it was like the kitchen and the living room were like one room. The same you thing, know? yeah. But yeah. but she had a place of her own. Yeah. So it wasn't like so it wasn't like Carrie. You moved it like you didn't know what it was like to have a place in your of your own. So it kind of felt weird moving in with Derek. You, you you had both had your own places and you're like, well, Derek's the better yeah. option or or it could have been the other right. way around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had to talk about that and decide sure. which of our places to move into. Or a whole new yeah. one. Right. Or a whole new one. And, and we we lived there for a year. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. and then we moved into a different place that was a two bedroom. Right. And, and it felt it, it did feel like it was my apartment and you, you were living in my apartment, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. And, like, and Carrie, you felt that way like you were living in his apartment? Yeah, I mean, for the first month, there was stuff that I wouldn't even bring into the house out of really? the garage. <laughs> it was, yeah, because it <laughs> felt weird. I was like, wait, I'm supposed to like have my stuff, in, you know, like my pillows and right. my, you know, like you know, you I had, want these you had his drapes le- or yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah, his drape, your drapes over his leather couch near his Scarface poster, you know, near <laughs> your, yeah. Uh, it was actually a V-Dub bus poster. See, okay. <laughs> Something. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, that was always... I kind of get that though. I kind of get, um, you know, wanting to if you if you are in a relationship instead of one person moving into the other person's place or vice versa, it's like I think I think there is more of a, a starting point if you guys both choose the place and live in yeah. it and move in at the same time. I think that's actually a better option. Yeah, I, I agree. It makes it feel like more ours instead of me moving in with you. Yeah, yeah, I think that can be weird. Are you guys um, frugal? I think so. Um, yeah, I, I think we are. We try to be. Yeah, I mean, aside from our blind spots, I would say like overall we are, but there are definitely times when we splurge. And yeah. we um, we have a budget, obviously, but if one of us has a really good month, like um, I do some freelance <laughs> stuff too, and if mm-hmm. I just happen to make a bunch of money, we're like, let's go <laughs> let's Celebrate. go blow this. Let's yeah. go spend it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Yeah. Um, so we definitely like to spend, but we we aren't chronic spenders. Uh, we're we're pretty good at living um, frugally, and a lot of it's because we've had to, um, you know, with the business and and our income being so you know fluctuating a lot. But mm. um, yeah, we we can spend. <laughs> we just don't. <laughs> we don't. Uh, 
we're not huge spenders. Right. So uh, the business that you started, is that Carrie and Derek or Derek and Carrie.com? Yes. That was the business. Yeah, that's it. Now, um, the the short the short answer is yes. The longer answer is this brand that you see now, Derek and Carrie, that's only that's less than a year old. We we had a different brand before that mm-hmm. that we had started and built up. Um and, and then but but we kind of abandoned it to start this new brand because the the other brand was like just me. And me like spouting off all kinds of financial, personal finance advice, and it was it was very like general and non-specific. Um, but now, like since it's me and Carrie, we focus on married couples. It's a lot more clear, like what it is that we do. Our, our niche is a lot more defined now. So mm-hmm. that's the longer answer. Uh, what is four and a half conversation starters? That is our brilliant ebook that we give away on our webpage. E-paper. Oh, it's it's an e-paper technically. <laughs> Why? Because it's not an it's not a it's not twenty thousand words. Right. right. It's like it's eleven pages. Okay. <laughs> so it's like. Yeah. Quality, so, not quantity. What is what is what is the four and a half, and why why uh, that? Well, you you just have to download it to figure out what the half is. <laughs> right. You have to you have to get it to figure out what the half is, but but the other four it's it's for it's it's specifically for married couples, or or anyone who's in a relationship really, that to start talking about money because um gosh I can't I think it was Andrew said earlier, um it can be really really difficult to even bring up the subject of money it can just be just it, it can be really scary. And you can just avoid it for years, and it can just build and build, and and you know, um, negative feelings and emotions can fester for a long time. So approaching the subject at all can be really difficult. The ebook gives, like it says, four e-paper. and a half conversation. Oh. <laughs> the e paper, the e paper gives four and a half conversation starters that you can read it. You can read it together and it gives you an in into that conver- those conversations. That's really non-threatening mm-hmm. um, because what we see a lot of times is like one partner will bring it up and, and it, and it kind of a accusing or a negative way. Like, Hey, we need to talk about money because you're spending way too much, you know? Um, that's not quite the, the, the right way to approach it. So this, right. this book, really helps the this paper this paper really helps uh start that conversation cool and it's uh derek and you got it you guys are on social media oh absolutely we're all we're all over that stuff give it give <laughs> it up give us the give us the deets um let me think twitter mm-hmm. derek c olson and carrie lucille c-a-r-r-i-e-l-u-c-i-l-l-e and a Facebook for me is, I believe it's uh, Facebook slash MR as in Mr. Mm. And then Derek Olson. So MR <laughs> Derek Olson. And mine is Facebook slash Carrie Olson Jr. Because <laughs> that's what Facebook gave me. <laughs> Perfect. Now, I, I, we, I had a chance to meet Derek at FinCon. I didn't get a chance to meet you, Carrie. Uh, no. But I'm hoping that you'll be at next year's FinCon. Yeah. She will um, be there. We already bought two tickets. Right? Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. bought two tickets uh, on the forty-eight-hour sale. You know, you don't even know where it's going to be yet. I don't no care. It's, okay, it's, it's, it could be in New Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> well, then I can sell my tickets to you guys. Yeah. Too. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We had a blast this year. It was great. Yeah. yeah. And, but you're yeah, going to Seattle. To... You're going. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, Seattle's a place I really want to go. Yeah. So much fun. Well, thank you guys for being on the show. I really appreciate oh. it. 
Thanks yeah, for having this was us. Fun. It was fun. Yeah. Um, and 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 also you have the podcast. So check out their podcast right, for sure. Right. Yeah. Better conversations with Derek and Carrie Olson. Um, <laughs> better conversations on money and marriage, I guess, is the technical name. That's, that's perfect. iTunes, Stitcher, etc. Yeah. Everywhere. Just yeah, like yeah. Do you guys hear that weird noise? This is me. We do. Oh, like, oh you do. So fun, yeah. Eh, that, that was my that was my brain. <laughs> it, was, it was like e paper, e book. I don't know. <laughs> Seinfeld. What's the next base? What kind of base do you have? Actually, now that I'm asking. Uh, Fender Jazz. Base. I knew you were gonna say that. You son no. of a bitch. What do yeah. you What do you have? I just have a piece of crap. I, I don't even. Oh, know. Well, I honestly don't even know it. But that's like the, the Fender Jazz base is what I like. That's my base. Yeah. That's what you, I want. You, you probably got a PV. No, I do, <laughs> no. But good, 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 good burn. Uh, I will. I don't know <laughs> what it my is. Head. It, you know what it does? It it plays. It, it plays well. I'm okay with it. Uh, yeah. But I yeah, Fender Jazz is the way to go. That was a good. Uh, that was a good purchase. Yeah, I love Sweet. it. Sweet. Well, uh, again, thank you for being on the show. And if you guys have questions, uh, email us in at listenmoneymatters at gmail dot com. And if you like the show, subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. And we get it. We have an episode every single day. So uh, whatever your whatever podcast app you are using. Subscribe and you will get an episode downloaded at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every single day. And if you like the show, of course, you can also leave a review. And if you do and you want a free ebook, uh, you can email us at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com and just leave a review and let us know what your name is. Because sometimes you guys go on uh, iTunes and you have funny, weird names. Because uh, you guys have dealt with that, right? There's just people have yeah. strange. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's because like iTunes is so so much older than social media that. We started our names so early, and we were still in that AOL messenger phase. Right. Right. right? So, uh, and my mine is Knobskies, which is a terrible term for... Anyway, uh, <laughs> so uh, this is this uh, short, very short review, which is perfect, by RSI30. I think it could be an I or one. RSI30 from the United States. Very entertaining show. Five stars. Hilarious podcast. Seamless blend of finance and comedy done that's it that's all you have to do when you get free shit if you just if you just put that in your itunes review or your Stitcher review send us an email at somebodymatters.gmail.com and also go to our website listenmoneymatters.com and check out our toolbox it's the moneymatters.com slash toolbox we have all the information the books the the, the the services the apps the tools everything that we recommend recommend on the show uh, is all there in the toolbox so derek carrie thanks so much again for being on the show Thanks, Thanks, guys. guys. And thank you for hanging out with us. And, of course, we look forward to the next episode. So later. Later, man. Please tell your friends about this show.